I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to a new episode of Land Grant Holy Land Stick to Sports Podcast. My name is Matt Timonetti, and as always, I am joined by the one and only Tia Johnston. Tia, it is Beat Michigan Week or Beat Exigen Week if you don't <laughs> use the M, which I think is kind of annoying. That's exactly how I read it in my head, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, how like how are you supposed to say that? Like, is it is it like a mute? Is it like Beat Michigan Week? Like, that's dumb. Like, how do you say I, that? Yeah, Exigen. I, I think it's a little... It's fine. I don't care if people do it. Some people on our staff get very upset when people do the, the no M thing, um... No, no shade to B Lee's or anything, but he doesn't like that. Um, but I think it's fun. I'm interested to see if they go and do it on campus this week. I think there's a student organization that secretly does it every year. Oh, they did. Did you see? I saw a tweet that they X'd out like the M in restroom, and then they they even X'd out the Braille M. <laughs> <laughs> Good for them. Restroom is uh, yes. which is a little different <laughs> something that they do in Australia. Um, but my name is on a plaque on Ohio State's campus outside. And so every year they cover up the M in my first and last name. Um, so I always love that. So I got a picture of it or someone actually, I think my aunt sent me a picture of it a couple years ago. So I always repost that uh, this week. So I'll have to dig that picture up and do that. So that's cool. Like I like it, but nah, I don't feel the need to do that in articles or in tweets or anything this week. Do you? No, like I did it to start bits, Buckeye bits yesterday, yeah. just in the very beginning. But that's probably all I'm going to do. Yeah, I did it for I published something immediately after the Michigan State game. And I think I did it in that. But that I won't do it that often because like if it's it's beat Michigan week, it's not beat Michigan week. Like right. you, it has to be that. So anyway, um, as you can tell on Stick to Sports, we talk about things around the periphery of Ohio State athletics as well as the things that keep us distracted and entertained in between the games. But we will have an episode focused very much on rivalries and the Ohio State Michigan rivalry specifically. On today's episode, we are going to start. Tia, with one of the best pastimes that comes around every year, not this week every year, because this week every year is usually uh, after the game is over, but um, in, in Michigan week, and that is talking smack. We have decided that we are going to go through and we are mm -hmm. going to throw some Michigan jokes back and forth at each other to see which ones are the funniest, um, which ones are the best. Um, oh, hold on. But before we do that, Tia, I, as we're recording, I'm just seeing this. Um, it looks like Jim Harbaugh is only going to dress 25 players for the game this weekend because the rest of the players are going to dress themselves. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, my God. There we go. <laughs> Starting I off did strong. Not see that coming. Starting off I was strong. Like, what? <laughs> Starting off with a good one. Go ahead and feel free to throw a rim shot effect in there when you edit this oh, to you. Oh my gosh. I hate you. So that's what we're talking about. <laughs> that is what. 
So that's what we're talking about here for our Michigan jokes section. So Tia, what do you, what do you have for your uh, for your first Michigan joke? Okay, so the first one that came to mind, and this is not meant to be political. I just think we can all agree that this is funny. But um, someone tweeted a while ago. So Biden just won Michigan again, and someone quote tweeted it and was like. Biden's won in Michigan so many times, he's legally required to change his name to Ohio State. <laughs> I remember that tweet. That was very good. That was very good. Um, going a little bit more old school, uh, what does the average Michigan football player get on his SAT? What? Drool. <laughs> I mean, that's... I, I know, don't <laughs> yell at me, Michigan men. I know that Michigan's a good school, but it's yeah. still funny. And it's, it's what they funny. take pride in. The yeah. fact oh that their God. students are better than Ohio State's, whatever. And they're not. Oh, God, so <laughs> stupid. Okay, what do you have? Okay. How do you keep your family safe from a Wolverine? <laughs> put, like, put chalk around, like, put an end zone line in front of them or something? <laughs> yes, that, and move to Indianapolis. <laughs> 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 That's really good. That's really good. Okay. So this is more like a, uh, a a word problem joke here. So Jake was lying in his hospital bed dying. His wife, Becky, was maintaining a candlelight vigil by his side. She held his fragile hand. Tears were running down her face. She was praying when he finally woke up. He looked up at, him, uh, up at her and he tried to move his lips. No sound was coming out. He finally was able to creak out, Becky, my darling... I, I have to tell you something. She says, Shh, no, don't worry about it. Just rest. Don't talk. Save your energy. But he was insistent. He said, Becky, I have something that I have to confess. And Becky says, no, don't worry about it. You're fine. There's nothing to confess. He said, oh, no, there is. I have to tell you this before I pass. I won't be able to die in peace if I don't. I have been a Michigan fan all of my life. And Becky replies, I know, sweetheart. Let the poison do the work. <laughs> uh, I like that one. Oh my God. I like that one a lot. Oh, I that's I, that was a journey. It was a journey. <laughs> it really uh, was. <laughs> all right. What do you got? Okay. Um, let me pick between these two. Okay. How many University of Michigan freshmen does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> so many options. So many options. What do you have? None. It's a sophomore course. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say five and they get credit for it, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you make, uh, how do you make Wolverine cookies? How? Put them in a big bowl and then beat them for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was looking for like bowl game jokes and I couldn't find any. Yeah, that one's good. That's a good one. All right. What do you got? Okay. This one was on Twitter and it was recent and it says August. No, they're canceling Michigan football. And then it says November. Yes, they're canceling Michigan football. <laughs> it's a Michigan fan, obviously. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. Okay, so what do you call a Michigan football player who is really good and actually wins national awards? What? An Ohio product. <laughs> Factual yes. and funny. Yes. Yeah, so, all right, do you have any others? <laughs> What's the only sign of intelligent life in Ann Arbor? <laughs> the sign that says 23 miles to Ohio or <laughs> yeah. something? Columbus, 187 miles. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's very good. That's very good. I like those. So, uh, folks, let us know what your favorite Michigan jokes are on Twitter at LandGarant33. You can also send them to Tia at TiaJohnston underscore and to me at BWWMatt. Uh, those are good. Those are, those are really good. There's some, as my dad always says, there are some funny people on the Internet. So uh, thank you for providing us with some jokes at the start of the show, everybody. Um, so, okay, we're going to go from making fun specifically about Michigan to talking about rivalries. So everybody understands that Ohio State and Michigan is not only the greatest rivalry in all of college football, but in my opinion, and the opinion of anybody with a brain, is also the greatest rivalry in all of sports in general. But we wanted to talk about other rivalries, not necessarily rivalries in sports, but rivalries in the world of pop culture, whether those are fictional characters or real life artists who don't get along um think things like tupac and biggie stuff like that so uh tia i've got a few i don't know if we're saying like these are our favorite or like these are like some good ones let's just talk through some of the most interesting rivalries in pop culture what do you have to start us off with okay so i have a list but i'll start with one of them okay the very first one that popped in my mind when you brought up this idea was Chrissy Teigen. Sorry to bring her up again, but... No, let's please every show. (laughs) Her versus Donald Trump. Because I don't know if you kept up with that, but it's so funny. And I think to, like, really sum it up is the way NBC headlined it with the story. And they said, Trump brought a knife to a social media gunfight. Like, coming at (laughs) Chrissy Teigen on Twitter, you just don't do it. Like, I don't care who you are. That's just asking for it. So he tweeted some, I don't know, some awful thing about her. She literally tweeted back at him, LOL, no one likes you. And he blocked her. And she was like, after nine years of tweeting at this man, LOL, no one likes you was the last straw. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. That is a very good one. Uh, I like that. If LOL, no one likes you. That. Just straight Sign to the off point. on that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, I'm going to go a completely different direction, and I want to start with this one because I know it is something that is near and dear to both of our hearts, and that is not necessarily a rivalry between characters, but a rivalry between fans of said characters. So this is a very important question for you, Tia. Were you more Team Michael or Team Raphael? Um. Do you know what I'm talking about? First off, no. <laughs> on Jane the Virgin. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That didn't even click. Ooh. Ooh. That's good because There's I... There's only one answer. <sighs> There's only one answer. Team Michael. Okay, that's the wrong answer. <laughs> if you were not Team Raphael, you were wrong. You did it wrong. You watched the show wrong, and I'm going to need <laughs> you to rewatch it with the right frame of mind. But, like, I don't know. I liked him and Jane's relationship. Yeah, but... He, it, it wasn't the end game. It, it was obvious from the beginning that it should be Jane and Raphael. They had a kid together, not necessarily in any conventional well, yeah. way, but they were perfect. They had the history because right. they kissed when she was working as a waitress. Like, they were so good together. Raphael was such a great character. He had such a great arc. Michael was fine. I liked Michael, but he was just the same. He, Raphael grew and changed and made himself worthy of being with Jane. And then Jane also grew and changed with Raphael. So uh, as far as Jane the Virgin goes, it's it's Team Raphael or nothing. And that's why and that's why they ended up together. So spoiler alert on a show that ended more than a year ago. But nonetheless, spoiler this alert. This is all true. 
So anyway, what is your next rivalry that you want to talk about? Since we're on series, I guess I'll do Dwight versus Jim in The Office. And I know you've never watched The Office. I've seen enough I'm of sure it. I'm sure you've seen. Yeah. 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 Which is just like a hilarious rivalry. Like it's not that serious or anything. And the entire series is just those two going at it. Like. I've never, I didn't watch the whole thing. I think I might actually have it on DVD, though, because I got it for some press thing. But, like, I've seen enough of it to know. But I love the one where um, Jim dresses up as Dwight. Yes, that's my favorite. And, like, (laughs) impersonates him. Like, that's, I I know that. Like, and that's good. And I like the pranks. That's funny. I just don't do awkward well. Like, that's not my cup of tea. Um, Yeah. The first season is, is like, really hard to get through. And then it kind of gets less awkward, but I totally get it. Um, Let's go to the big screen for my next one, Tia. And mine is going to be Iron Man and Captain America because they start kind of as, like, begrudging friends. And then they actually literally have a civil war, which is the name of one of the movies. Um, Are you a bit? I don't know. Are you and Cam big Marvel fans? Because I know he likes the action, but is, like, superheroes not action-y enough for him? Yeah, well... He loves, like, I know this isn't Marvel, or is it Marvel? The Dark Knight? That's, like, his favorite movie. that's DC. Yeah, yeah. And so I keep telling him, like, we should get into Marvel because I can obviously handle that. Yeah, Marvel, the MCU is going to be much less graphic than the Dark Knight movies. Um, They're a little bit more fun, a little bit more bright, uh, but there's so many of them. There's, like, so many different things. But I am very much team Iron Man, team Tony. Uh, I do not. I am. I've said it on other podcasts before. Uh, I do not like Captain America. I think he is Captain White Privilege <laughs> and Captain Hypocrite. And I do not like uh, Captain America. He is my least favorite Avenger. And that's saying something when uh, Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye is involved. But um, so I am Team Iron Man. Let it be said and spoken and written down. But that brings us to another really important question. Who is the best Chris? Chris Pine. That's on my Chris- notes. <laughs> okay, so here you take it away. Then you, well, you go. Okay, I so it's Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine, and Chris Pratt. Yes, those are the four that I have. Yeah, and I have Chris Pine because one of the Marvel movies that I've seen most recently is Wonder Woman. Well, hold on, let me stop you there. Wonder Woman is not a Marvel movie. It's that is not- also a DC movie, so it is not. It's all on its own. The other three are all in the MCU. Chris Pine is not. Uh, but that's okay. It, there, it, it, it is much more like an MCU movie than most of yeah. the other DC movies. Interesting. Well, I'm team Chris Pine for that. And he was in Princess Diaries too. So like 13-year-old Tia oh. has loved Chris Pine for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Chris Pine's great. He was also in the um, uh, the movie version of Into the Woods. So he's done musical theater. He also oh, did, yeah. he did um, the Hairspray movie. Uh, which my friend uh, Haley was in. Um, so, yeah, I'm fine with going Chris Pine. Um, I like, even though I don't like Captain America, I like Chris Evans. Hemsworth, I take him or leave him. He's yeah. fine. Uh, Chris Pratt, funny, personally makes me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> um, some of his personal choices and personal life things, a little uncomfortable. So I would go probably Chris Pine or Chris Evans. Um, I'll go Chris Evans just because... You went Pine, so we can have a little bit of balance yeah. there, but I'm totally fine with supporting Chris yeah. Pine. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? I was wrong. He was not in Hairspray. James Marsden played uh, Corny Collins, um, but Chris Pine was in the Into the Woods movie. He played one of the uh, the princes. He played Cinderella's prince. So 
Got him wrong. Sue me. <laughs> okay, so speak. I'll stick with the musical theater stuff because uh, I I don't I don't know. Were you a Glee fan growing up at all? Dear? I was not. I never got okay, into it. That's probably that's probably better for you. <laughs> but everybody on the show Glee, apps and basically everybody that this person has ever worked with on stage or screen, uh, hates Leah Michelle. Like she is somebody who has probably the worst reputation um, in theater, in television. Nobody likes her. And it, I mean, it's kind of sad. She did date her co-star from Glee, but then, sorry, this is in poor taste, but he died. So he was the only one that liked her and uh, he's not there to stick up for anymore. Everybody else hates her. And when uh, Naya Rivera died earlier this year, who was a, a cast member of Glee, it was yeah. really, really obvious. Like everybody started talking more smack about Leah, and that's all. Like it's not fun because like I feel bad for like she was a child star. So like those ki- those people are always super messed up when you like are famous and working, um, especially for in, sure. yeah. Like when you're a kid, like and she was a theater kid, so she was doing like eight shows a week, which on six days you only get one day off. So like and she was in Les Mis, she was in Ragtime, she did a bunch of stuff on Broadway so like she was working a lot and like you just become different and a little bit more I don't know self-focused and it did not go well because everybody on Glee hated Leah Michelle. so uh, alright what do you have uh, Tia next? Yeah and I think I remember like seeing that on Twitter. Yeah especially when Naya out. died. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is much less serious but I'm very passionate about this and it's Pepsi versus Coke what oh, yeah. Yeah, do you yeah. have an opinion, firstly? Well, I will tell you, first off, I have not had pop since April 30th of 2019. So I haven't had soda pop. I'm from Ohio, so it's pop. But like, I haven't had yeah. that stuff since in a year and a half. So like, I, yeah. I gave it up just kind of on a whim. But before that, I would have six to eight cans of Diet Coke every day. And I would not drink. I would like I would, I would drink Pepsi products if I had to. But it was Diet Coke. All my family, my brother drinks Coke, but everyone else in my family drinks Diet Coke. Like, we are a Coke family. Oh, my gosh. Pepsi is just so much better. What? How? What? No. It's just so much better. It's not. Like It's terrible. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I don't know how to explain it, but... You're wrong. That is how you explain it. I will take that to the grave. Okay. Well, (laughs) well, just sit back and let the poison do its work. Um... (laughs) That's just such a terrible opinion, Tia. Like, I feel like I need no. to hang up on you now. Oh, my gosh. We're going to pull this on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, we really should because this is horrible. Like, nobody likes Pepsi more than Coke. <gasps> I do. And I know a lot of other people do. Okay. Yeah, you're still wrong. Um, I'll run through a few <laughs> others uh, real quick here. Brittany versus Christina. Like, that's uh, like that was always a big one. Oh, that's, yeah. Um, that's, you know, from my heyday. Like, Brittany, and I have, I have friends who are still huge Britney Spears fans. And, like, and she obviously had the bigger impact. Christina had more talent, so take as it what you will. Yeah. And that also kind of overlaps with, like, Taylor Swift and Katy Perry. Like, they were BFFs, and then they had a falling out. Then I think they're friends again, but I don't really follow that stuff. But any other ones that you want to yeah. get in? That's all I have on my list. Okay. All right. So if you had to pick, what do you think is the biggest rivalry that we discussed? I th- think that i think the one that's most popular are the chrises yeah uh but like they're not like actually going at it so I mean, not that we know 
<laughs> oh, true. <laughs> they just all secretly hate each yeah, other. Yeah, I mean that would be that'd be awesome because they like like I said, three of them are in the MCU. They were all in the uh, the event the Endgame movie together. Um, I would say yeah. the biggest one is Coke versus Pepsi and how absolutely <laughs> wrong you are. I'm not even going to discuss this further. That's probably safe because I would hate for you to be even more embarrassed than <laughs> no. you already are for your terrible opinion. I'm going to tweet it from my personal account. Okay. A poll. Do it. And then we'll okay. retweet it. And that way we can let the intelligent followers of Land Grant Holy Land on Twitter decide. <laughs> I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, so let's move on here. Um, real quick, this is real breaking news. This is not me setting up a joke. Um... Chris Ballas, who is uh, the senior editor for the Wolverine.com, is reporting that the Ohio State versus Michigan game will be canceled and expected announcement soon. So these uh, um, the first twenty something minutes of our show <laughs> are worthless at this point. But I, we're not taking it out because that was fun. So anyway, but I'm so confused. Why are you confused? I, uh- because just yesterday they were like, oh, the doctor said they can practice. Well, like, yeah, they can return fine. to workouts. Um, so apparently there was supposed to be media availability on Tuesday. That was canceled. They were still going to continue limited workouts. But it's looking like uh, things are not going well. Oh, they just announced it. Oh, did they officially announce it? Yeah, Kyle Rowland statement from Michigan AD. Unfortunately, we will not be able to field a team due to COVID-19 positives. Okay, well. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I am currently tweeting from the Land Grant Holy Land account, retweeting that. Let's see. Son of a <laughs> motherless goat. Son of a motherless goat. Send. So you can go send back tweet. and see exactly when we were uh, recording if you want to go back and look at that tweet. So, all right. Well, Man. that sucks. We'll see what happens. Um, I mean, I guess potentially by the time this comes out, maybe we need to rush this up and have this come out on Wednesday instead of Thursday. But um, maybe Ohio State will play somebody else. We'll see what happens with the uh, with the Big Ten and if they can figure out how to get Ohio State another game because I don't, I don't think that they're going to let Ohio State not play in the Big Ten championship game. I wrote an article last week that I did not think that Ohio State should or that the Big Ten should change their rules to accommodate Ohio State. I think as much as I understand that rule sucks, the Big Ten made that a rule, so you have to live with its suckiness at this point. But I would be fine if there's another game that's going to be canceled if they switch that up or... Uh, if they come up with something else, obviously at this point it looks like Minnesota is going to get back on the field, so it's not like they can take their opponent and then move things around. I think I don't know who they're supposed to play this week. Uh, maybe Rutgers, or no, they're supposed to play Nebraska, and then they, the talk was that Nebraska and Rutgers would play, and then Maryland would play Ohio State. That doesn't look like that's going to be possible. So uh, who knows, Tia? What are your feelings on? The Big Ten either yeah. changing the minimum number of games 
to to allow Ohio State to play in the Big Ten Championship game or what Gene has recommended, literally telling Rutgers, sorry, you don't matter. You've played all your games already this year. We're going to cancel your game this weekend and let Ohio State play Maryland instead. Yeah, it's tough because if you're Rutgers, like I know, you know, you're not going to the Big Ten Championship, but you're still taking a game away from these guys who don't deserve it. So, but selfishly, I'm obviously like, yes, that makes total sense for the conference. But again, you reap what you sow, Big Ten, and you've made these horrible decisions. So, oh, it's tough. And I, like, another part of me is like, does it have to be the Big Ten championship game? Like, can Ohio State just, like, play Wisconsin that weekend and then let whoever, what is it, Indiana, Northwestern go at it in the championship? Like, does the championship have that much weight yeah. for the committee? Or do, does Ohio State just need to have, like, another good win? You know? Yeah, Ohio State would probably be playing Iowa because uh, because with Wisconsin lost its second game this oh, past weekend. Right. They're not number two in the West anymore, Iowa is. So it would be Ohio State, Iowa. Iowa's only lost one game, and that that was to Northwestern. So they, they that that would be a good win. I imagine they'll be a top 15 team when um, the rankings come out later tonight. Um, having Ohio State play another game, that's already decided. Like They're going to play that weekend of the Champions Weekend, and that's something else that's in the favor of saying, sorry, Rutgers, um, you're going to play the 19th, but we're taking away your game on the 12th. Maybe let them play on the 26th if they yeah. want or, you know, sometime else. Let them play an extra game because you screwed their schedule. Um, it's not ideal. I in my article, I said I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do that either. I think you play the cards you're dealt. You stack the deck against yourself, Big Ten, and it really sucks. Um, and it sucks for the Buckeyes and it sucks for us fans. But like, is that really fair no. to like? take something away to from Indiana where yeah. they played inside the rules. And I know the rules suck and they're arbitrary and the SEC and the ACC have changed their rules, but like not to this extent, like they haven't taken something away. You'd be making from... a huge statement by doing that. Like, yeah, I mean, you would be saying, screw you all, all of you who have like yeah, played exactly all of the games is. that you needed to Indiana. You've had, the greatest year you've had in years, but screw you, we're going to do everything we can for Ohio State still. Like, that's what I would be seeing as another fan. And we talk about how, like, there's this air of Ohio State fans where everybody kind of hates us because, I mean, there's reason to hate a lot of us, a lot of the vocal ones, but, like, this would play into all of that. Oh, um yeah. So... It's it's one of those things where if Ohio, if the Big Ten says, like, we're not going to make you stick to the rule about six games or we're going to trash somebody else's schedule to get Ohio State a game to make them eligible, that would confirm all of the tinfoil hat conspiracies that people had about the Big Ten doing whatever Ohio State wants. And for a, a fan base that really likes tinfoil hat conspiracies with zero <laughs> reality and evidence to back them up, like, this would be the most obvious thing about you know, the conference just not giving a damn about anybody other than Ohio State. And I mean, and granted, by Ohio State playing in the conference championship game, there probably helps their chance to make the college football playoff, with which literally helps everybody else in the conference because they get money from the playoff. But like, it, it just something sits with me 
uh, wrong with changing the rules and screwing out other people, even though it's the Big Ten's fault we're in this position in the first place. For sure. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. I am I am just bamboozled. <laughs> this is, like, historic. It is. And like, did you see that tweet that, it, like, this game has been played through yeah. other plagues and world wars and... Like, I think they, the only time they ever delayed it was when Kennedy was shot. Like, crazy. That's insane. (sighs) Well, that was so much more actual football talk than we normally do on this show. (laughs) Um, So let's get back and let's wrap up this show with what all of the listeners are actually here for. That is the (laughs) conclusion of the regional rounds in our 2020 chip championship um, I screwed up the voting a little bit, um, so I apologize about that. I forgot to set it for multiple days, and it was just for one day. But I figured it out and put it back together. Um, but in our chip-adjacent bracket, with a total of 619 votes, number one bold checks mix beat the ever-loving crap out of number six bugles <laughs> with 61.7-ish percent of the vote. I am shocked by that, Tia. I did not think That is my first W of this whole Was it thing. really? Um I yes. I did not expect Bold Chex Mix to win at least by that much. I thought Bugles was an I interesting choice um to give it a challenge. Yeah. But number one Bold Chex Mix will now face off with number one original Nacho Cheese Doritos in one of the semifinals where number three, the only non-top seed, Tostitos Cantina Traditionals, will take on um, number one, Ruffles. That is the Tortilla versus Potato region champions. Um, I'm a little disappointed, Tia, that three number one seeds made the final four, but yeah, that happens occasionally in NCAA tournaments, but it, I think it also is a testament to your seeding acumen. All right, so... Since we are no longer controlling how things advance, let's just talk through the semifinals, talk about what we want to win in each of the semifinals, and then who we want to win in the championship. I feel very confident in saying that your number one bold checks mix um, is what you want to advance over the original Doritos. Uh, Is that safe to assume? Yes. However, I really like these matchups. You have super flavorful chips on one side, and then like the best of the... I don't know, like bland. Standard. Yeah, standard. That's a better word. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to go with bold checks mix and stick to my only winner. <laughs> Sorry. But I know you like Doritos. Yeah, I like Doritos. I've never <laughs> had bold checks mix. Like, so I'm just going to stick to Doritos. And I will say, I sent you a, a picture yesterday or the day before. I got some Cheetos. We really did not give them enough credit. Like, Cheetos are really good. Yeah, that picture looked good. I was like, wait, do I actually kind of like Cheetos? <laughs> Cheetos are good. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. So I would go Doritos over Bold Checks Mix. Moving over to the other semifinal, we have number three Tostitos Cantina versus number one Ruffles. This one's tough for me, Tia, because like these are the bags of chips that I will buy just to have something to snack on. Like, these are my two go-tos. Yeah. If I had to pick one, though, I th- I'm i going to go Tostitos Cantina, I think, because... Really? Yeah, because I 
think that they have a little bit more heft to them. They do a little bit more for you. I don't do the dipping like you do, but they're easier, I think, to have um, a little bit more uh, weight on them. Like you can do dips with the ruffles, but you can't like put things on top of the uh, of them like you can with Tostitos Cantina. And Tostitos Cantina just feel more filling to me. True. Um, I love ruffles, but I think I'm going to go number three, Tostitos Cantina traditional into the finals over ruffles. Okay. I'm going to go with ruffles and not just to like keep disagreeing with you, but I just, I'm just picturing ruffles with French onion chip dip and my mouth is like watering thinking about it. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with ruffles and I feel like, I feel like ruffles is going to win this on Twitter. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I think, I don't think that that's necessarily wrong. Like I, I would not be surprised if that were the case. All right, so who you think you you would pick number one bold checks mix versus number one ruffles, but you think ruffles will win? Is that what you're saying, or did you just mean that semifinal? So between the two bold checks mix against ruffles, that's who you would pick. Yeah, yeah, I would not. Um, but I'm picking <laughs> Doritos versus traditional, which is interesting because they're similar types of chips, just one yeah. plain and one nacho. Um, I would probably, I would still pick the Tostitos Cantina. That would be my. <gasps> wow. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I would go them. Like, those are my favorite. Like, that's what I pick um, when I'm in yeah. the grocery store. So I'm going to go with that. And yeah, I don't know if that's what anyone else is going to pick, but that's what I would pick. Yeah. So how are you going to do it? Like two different polls? Yeah. Um, so here's what we're going to do. When this episode comes out, we will do one of the semifinals for two days. Then we'll do the other semifinal for two days. And then the rest of the week until Tuesday at noon, which is an hour before we normally record, we will do the finals. So we will make sure that everybody knows how this works. We will give everybody the option to vote in as many of these polls as humanly possible. It's going to be a little different and a little underwhelming because I was hoping to really pump the, uh, the, the finals during the Michigan game. But yeah, whatever guess it's not <laughs> happening so we'll just have to see what happens so yeah yeah so on next week's episode not only will we be talking about the finale of the fourth season of the masked singer <laughs> but we will be revealing the winner of our 2020 chip championship it's gonna be a good show yeah so moving on tia uh, with the transition of the masked singer uh, to talk about our recommendations you still have um a week we need to get Connor and Alexis together so that we can talk about the season finale. Um, have you gotten in? You still have some time, but have you watched any more of The Masked Singer? Not since I've been home, yeah. but I'm going to. Mm-hmm. I'm going you to by, what is it, next Tuesday? We're record. Well, I don't know when show? we're going to do. That's when you and I normally record. We will probably need to do something oh, yeah. a little different for Connor and Alexis, but, um, right. but probably but next, next Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> Don't let them down. Connor will be heartbroken. Little little Connor will uh, have his heart broken. I so. will not let him down. <laughs> okay. All right. So what is your recommendation for this week? Okay. So I kind of panicked and realized that I didn't have one until like right before we, record- we were recording. But what I've been binging lately, like just on in the background while I'm doing other things, please don't laugh, is The Secret Life of the Zoo. <laughs> oh, God. I don't even know what that is. It's on Animal Planet. And it is just like behind the scenes of some of the biggest zoos in America. And the Columbus Zoo is on it. 
obviously. And it's so interesting. Oh, this is on this is on um this is on Disney Plus as well. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Like I've seen this stuff with Jack Hanna and like his wife and his daughter and stuff. Yeah. So okay. it's based like I have always had questions about the zoo, like how, you know, humane is it or am I against zoos? Am I not against zoos? <laughs> this has been a dilemma in my life. <laughs> and this show just makes you realize like how well the animals actually do have it and like the people are amazing and it just shows you like how they feed them and like what goes into keeping up these like habitats for all the different animals it's like it's so good okay again not an animal person but i uh i love that (laughs) and of course with the ohio connection that is always a good one yeah at the very least you guys should definitely watch the columbus zoo episode all right my recommendation is a new instagram account it is thanks underscore it's thrifted underscore Uh, um, this this is somebody some random person i don't know who it is selling things that they found at thrift stores um specifically you get free contactless pickup and drop off uh, if you're in the philadelphia area by the way and one dollar goes to the uh, philadelphia spca do you know anything about this tia yeah also you don't watch that but thank you for the shout out (laughs) I just said recommendation. You don't have to watch our recommendations. Oh. It can be something you read or a product. Okay. It can be anything. I didn't know that. But thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we ever really established rules. We just kind of made it up on the fly. I mean, that's fine with me. But yeah, uh, go shop my new Instagram because it's my new quarantine hobby. That's great. Like I have friends who during quarantine have like started selling like watercolors and sketches and doing all this stuff like this is great like uh lots of 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 christmas stuff there was one that i saw that i was gonna buy but uh it sold out super fast it was that like silver um merry-go-round piggy bank oh my that was the first thing i sold like i wanted it was so I, i wanted that one but it was already gone so uh so that's sad so there's some other christmassy stuff up there i will be following along um, on that, but my <laughs> other recommendation, real quick, is I think I might have mentioned this at one point. I honestly can't remember at this point. But um, coming up the day after this episode drops, or maybe two days, because we might have to sh- uh, shift the schedule with all of the craziness. But um, coming up on Friday on Netflix, there is a new movie musical coming out, directed by Ryan Murphy, um, called The Prom. It stars just nobody. Some up and coming actors. Named Meryl Streep, James Corden, Nicole Kidman, <gasps> Keegan-Michael Key, um, Carrie Washington, um, a bunch of other people that you may recognize. Tracy Allman is in This is it. a movie? Um, like a- this is a movie musical. Ooh. It is based on a Broadway musical called The Prom. Um, the Prom, the musical on Broadway, was one of my favorite things I've seen in a long time. It's not great. Like, it's not something that's going to go down as like, this is as good as Hamilton. But it's sweet. I laughed. I literally wept openly from my second or third row seat in the audience. Um, it was so good. I'm a little nervous. Anytime they put, like, big stars in a musical, like, they're never great. But I'm hoping that the the content of the show, is, is you know, comes through. But there's also some, some like some legit Broadway people, Andrew Rannells, Kevin Chamberlain, who you might know from um, that Disney Channel show, Jesse. He's oh, in yeah. it. Um, Ariana DeBose is in it, who's uh, going to be a star. She's great. But it's about these Broadway stars who have a flop of a show. And then they decide to rehabilitate their images by going to Indiana to protest 
um, a prom being canceled because they didn't want to have prom if a girl was going to bring her girlfriend. Um, and so it's ridiculous. It makes fun of these Broadway people a lot. Uh, but I love the show. It's not like I said, it's not great. Like it's not life changing in terms of the content. But I, it was one of my favorite shows that I saw last year, 2019, I think. So I'm very much looking forward to watching The Prom on Netflix starting on December 11th. Yeah, you had me at Meryl Streep. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently she's amazing. Like, there was a lot of people in the Broadway community who were a little uncomfortable with, or were disappointed that the original Broadway cast didn't even get to appear in it at all. Especially because they apparently made them all like had them audition and then none of them got the job. Oh. Um, so Meryl Streep is playing the role of two time Tony winner, Dee Dee Allen, who was originally played by one time Tony winner on, on Broadway was, was played by one time Tony winner, Beth level. And this is for you <laughs> who I've interviewed two or three times um, once specifically about the prom, but apparently Meryl Streep is amazing in it. Like I've seen some clips and like, she sounds great. So um, really looking forward to seeing this and Carrie Washington. Oh, I yeah. love Carrie Washington and she's singing in this. Like she gets a song in this. Apparently they wrote a new song for her, I guess, or at least some more singing for her. She um, fun fact, Lin-Manuel Miranda, his first Broadway musical was called in the Heights. And when they first originally did that show, like as a reading in the drama book club or in the uh, drama book shop uh, basement, like the very first time, nobody was famous. No one knew who the hell he was. The star was Carrie Washington, and then she didn't continue with it because she had to go do a little movie called Django Unchained, and um, so then she became like oh a big star. Gosh. So, anyway, that is my recommendation: go buy some thrift store stuff from <laughs> Tia and watch The Prom on Netflix. Sounds like so. a dream. <laughs> it sounds like a great day. So, anyway, that is all that we have for you today. Thank you for listening to this episode of Land Grant Holy Land Stick to Sports Podcast. If you are finding us on the website, don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your daily dose of podcasting goodness and. If you like our particular brand of weirdness, uh, head over and leave us a rating or review. Five stars or get the hell out. Um, <laughs> also, follow Land Grant Holy Land on Twitter at LandGrant33. And you can find me at Matt Tia, where are all of your various social media <laughs> accounts? Where can people find them? Did you like all the underscores in my new account? I appreciated the multiple <laughs> underscores. I felt like you were doing that just for me, and I appreciate it. I kind of was. Um, but my Instagram and Twitter is at Tia Johnston underscore. And my dogs are at Buddy and Bella underscore. And my new account is at <laughs> thanks underscore. It's thrifted underscore. underscore. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, all the uh, all of those. But all right. Thank you for the 1.75 of you that are still listening at this moment. <laughs> we will talk to you all soon. And as always, go Bucks. Go Bucks.